What's going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. Thanks for joining us on a Friday. Today is, what's today? January 28th. How's your week? How are you doing this week? Are you up? Are you down? Are you hitting some games? Are you looking to have a good weekend? We got some NFL coming up this weekend. NFC, AFC Championship games. That's actually what we're going to talk about today. I'll uh, give a couple thoughts on each game, give some picks. Look, normally on Fridays we do power rankings, you know, maybe a couple picks for the weekend. So we'll focus on the uh, NFL uh, this weekend, AFC, NFC Championship games. I do have a like for each game. Now stay tuned. One of the two likes is pretty unique, pretty different, and uh, we'll get into that in just a minute. But it's going to be a good uh, Friday and uh, a little bit late on the podcast today, but I was uh, I, I got my teeth cleaned this morning. It's been like, I'm not going to lie. I know you're supposed to get your teeth cleaned like once a year at least. It's been a little bit since I've got my teeth cleaned, but you know, I got that taken care of. My gums hurt a little bit, you know, but it is what it is. We feel good. We're back at it. Back at it for a big night. Got some NHL coming up tonight and uh, ready for the weekend. So remember, stay tuned Saturday morning, Sunday morning for quick picks over the weekend. Uh, not a great weekend last weekend. Besides that, it's been a fantastic December and January. So uh, tune in tomorrow early, about 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern for those uh, podcasts. Uh, before we get going today, special thanks to new friend of the show, Thrive Fantasy, online thrivefantasy.com. That's T-H-R-I-V-E, like Thrive fantasy.com it's really cool what they're offering if you've ever played dfs or daily fantasy it's very similar to that only you're picking player props so every every demarcation whether it's over under for like this weekend coming up from the nfl uh patrick mahomes over under 25 and a half total completions the over is 85 points the under is 115 obviously if it's less likely like the under it's going to pay more points you select 10 players, you choose their over-under, and it works just like any other daily fantasy contest. Many people enter. There's a payout system where really, do you want to be in a pool of tens of thousands of people, or do you want to be on Thrive Fantasy where there's a decent, average, normal, healthy, fair pool of people, a good amount of money to win, and it's so much fun with this whole idea of player props in that style. Check them out online, thrivefantasy.com. Use promo code SBD, like Sports Betting Daily, right? Promo code SBD when you sign up. And with that promo code, you get a 100% deposit bonus up to 100 bucks. So you put in 100, you get 100 back, you've got 200 in your account, and you get on top of that four entries to a contest. Now, if you put in any fewer than 100, if you put in you know, 10, 15, 20 bucks, you still get the promo. You get, they'll match it up to 100. So you put in $10 and it's the 10 minimum. So you put in 10, they'll match it, give you 10 extra, and you'll still get two free contest entries. Okay. So that's what I recommend is sign up to a sport, to a, a Thrive Fantasy, use promo code SBD and put in 100 bucks. Then you'll max out everything, right? We always talk about value on the show. That's how you get the most value. You get 100 bucks back, so you've got 200 in your account. You've got four entries into contests. It's such a great deal. And like I said, how much fun is that? All these different contests picking player props over under. And by the way, I've got a best bet in one of the player props coming up later in the show. Online, thrivefantasy.com. Use promo code SBD. 
All right, let's get to it. Preview for the AFC NFC Championship games. I want to start off with my with the game I feel best about and the game I feel the most comfortable about and where I think my bet is a little more strong, and that's the Kansas City and Cincinnati game. And we all know about Kansas City. Okay, their fourth straight AFC Championship game. Andy Reid, look, if he's not ranked in your top five all-time NFL head coaches, I don't know what you're doing. He has done such a great job with Philadelphia, now Kansas City. There's always an excuse or a reason why certain coaches may not be performing as well as they should be. Andy Reid is elite, okay? So Kansas City, with their offensive at least, you know, elite roster, Andy Reid back here for the fourth straight time. You know, they're, they're up there in the category of, you know, best run of teams in the last decade, couple decades. Uh, Cincinnati, on the other hand, obviously Joe Burrow this year, rookie year. They look great. I mean, they have been one of the more fun teams to bet on. They've been very profitable against the spread, right? I mean, all year long. As a matter of fact, I think Joe Burrow and the the uh, Cincinnati Bengals are 5-0 and straight up as an underdog of three or more. And I'll have to check this straight up, but point is, they've been great as an underdog in that underdog role. So, You've got a team who's been there before, who who we expect to be there in Kansas City, and then kind of the new kids on the block, Cincinnati, what can they do? And I always kind of favor, just without looking at anything else in this situation, the team who has nothing to lose, the team who's not going to be as tight. However, do you really think Kansas City is going to show up tight, not ready to go? You know, I don't think that's the case. So it may not apply with this Kansas City team. Uh, Cincinnati, look, it's not like we shouldn't, be super surprised. Cincinnati's here the way they played. They went through the Raiders. You know, they went through the Titans. But as we'll talk about in a minute, I don't know how legitimate both those wins were. And as you'll pick up in the next couple of, you know, uh, points that I'm making and things we're going through, I don't think Cincinnati is ready for this game. I just don't think that Joe Burrow and this team is primed for this kind of a game at this stage. But look, I do wonder, and I always go back to, is Joe Burrow that quarterback, that special, unique individual who we regret on betting against years in the future, right? I mean, that's happened to me in the NHL with goalies, in the NBA with rookies, in in, in football with quarterbacks. It's like, ah, damn it. You know, later on, it's like, how did I bet against so-and-so in the playoffs or in this situation? And even though Joe Burrow's early in his career, obviously... I'm just wondering, is he one of those guys you're just going to look back in the, in the in the future and say, how did I ever fade Joe Burrow getting three and a, or, you know, getting seven against Kansas City? So that all has to be put out there. But in my opinion, Cincinnati has been honestly a little bit lucky. They've been good when they've needed to be, but they were outgained by the Raiders. They were outgained by the Titans. And I'm not sure their defense ranks very well in efficiency. I mean, I think when Kansas City gets going, it's going to be a long day for, for Cincinnati's defense. To me, the whole game comes down to, can Cincinnati keep up scoring points? And I really don't think they can. Kansas City has also improved defensively, which we'll get to in a minute, but it's a whole package now. I mean, it seems like only you know a few weeks ago, probably was, Everyone's talking about Kansas City, this incomplete team. They're okay offensively, horrible defensively. Well, their defense is together. Their offense is now struggling. It's always something else in the media with this team. But I believe finally 
They've put it together, and really, all that was overblown all year anyway. What you want to do is exactly what Kansas City did. Get through the regular season, be as healthy as you can be, which, yes, they are struggling with a bit right now, but get through and be ready for the playoffs. They've learned from before. That's what you have to do if you want to win this time of the year. So Cincinnati has to keep up scoring, but really go to their defense. Does their defense have any chance of stopping Kansas City in a dire situation? Because we just saw the number one defense in Buffalo give up touchdown after touchdown in crunch time against Kansas City. So does it come down to player with the last ball? It may not need to because Cincinnati may get drowned before that happens. If any game and the playoffs seem like it could be a little lopsided once we got going past the first round. It does honestly seem like this one. And I talked about efficiency numbers, and a lot of these are my own statistics, but efficiency uh, rankings here in the NFL, Kansas City, top five in high-pressure situations. What that means is third downs late in the fourth quarter when it is a high-pressure situation, Kansas City, one of the best in the NFL. They are number one. In passing downs where they are expected to throw the football, a.k.a. expected passing downs. And they're number two in what I call, quote, big-time third-down conversions. This does not include third and 24. This does not include third and three when you're winning by 14 points in the fourth quarter. This includes big-time third-down conversions when it matters the most. Kansas City, number two in the league. It's just going to be overwhelming, in my opinion, for Cincinnati to keep up over four quarters And I believe the Bengals, I don't want to be negative here for any Cincy fan. I think they're a good team who's getting better. But this is, I believe, where they get exposed. We'll take Kansas City, minus 7. You may have to pay up to minus 120, which that's my limit, 120. Kansas City, minus 7 in the AFC Championship. Before we get to the NFC Championship, special thanks to Better Edge. Online, B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com. Great thing about Better Edge, VIG free betting. So it doesn't matter whether you just got betting and you're just getting over the hump, learning what to do, or you're a pro, been doing it for 20 years. Better Edge allows everyone to make more money by letting you bet VIG free. Check them out online, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com. Use promo code SHARP for a free $10. That's SHARP for a free $10. Online, betteredge.com. Promo code SHARP. All right, NFC Championship game. LA taking on San Francisco. Now, for anyone who's been paying attention recently, uh, this is all about the history between these two teams. The 49ers have dominated LA. Seemingly, Mike Shanahan, or uh, uh, Mike Shanahan, uh, Kyle Shanahan has Sean McVay's number, and that's what we went back and looked at. During the history of these teams, what has San Fran done that's allowed them to be so successful? And really, it comes all down to schematic matchup. There's not really one thing San Francisco does LA can stop. This whole thing, this whole matchup is all about LA playing a very, very non-conducive style for the way that San Fran plays. San Francisco does everything well that LA does poorly in this type of game. Offensively, San Francisco, very physical, very strong. LA wants you to throw the football. They want to get in passing situations to rush the quarterback. They are not strong 
at linebacker. They're not built to stop a power running team. They're not strong on the D-line. They have good interior linemen, obviously, Aaron Donald, but everyone on the D-line plays better running downhill towards the quarterback. That is not what you want to stop San Francisco. And when San Fran's on defense, they're one of the best zone defense teams in the league, and Matt Stafford is one of the worst zone quarterbacks in the league. And look, I know Stafford's had a great year. And as a matter of fact, you look at his his passing numbers against uh, uh, man-to-man, he's one of the best in the NFL, but not against zone defense. So really, when you look at the history of these two teams, it doesn't come down to anything specific. It comes down to style of play. And I have to think the LA Rams will shift their style of play for this game. They have to. There's no way Sean McVay goes to the board or goes to the team and says, yep, we're going to do exactly what we did the last six times this didn't work, and let's hope we go to the Super Bowl. I believe they have so many wrinkles and things we haven't seen and unexpected formations and plays they're going to put out there. They have to. That's the only way the LA Rams win this game. Because San Francisco, if they play the way they want to, And if L.A. plays the way they want to, San Fran will win. We've seen that happen time and time again. Okay, so in terms of schematics, that's what I think. San Fran matches up very well. If L.A. does anything outside the box, that's not for us to predict. I'm not in those meetings. I'm not in those conversations, right? That's something that may happen that we have to react to with live betting. But for now, you have to assume We're not going to see the same old Matt Stafford dropping back, interceptions in his own defense. There's going to be a different approach here. I think Matt Stafford may throw the ball 17, 20 times. Okay? But let's go to the other quarterback, Jimmy G, because a lot of the talk has been about his injuries, how well he's done this postseason, and really, I don't think the shoulder injury is bothering Jimmy G at all anymore. And as a matter of fact, the thumb injury is so much better at it than it was the first time these couple teams played. So I don't think Jimmy G being hurt or, or you know, kind of less than we expect him to be should impact your handicap at all this game. Jimmy G should, according to everything I see, be fine. But even so, San Fran, like we said, wants to run the football, short passes, things like that, establish the game, control the clock, and run the football. I think if San Fran does what they want to and use their power up front, because they have all year when they played L.A., used that strength and power to dominate L.A.'s defense, I think San Fran could do what they want offensively. And frankly, I think if L.A. switches things up, like I believe Sean McVay will, then I think they'll have success offensively. That's why I hate this over-under, is because I think really both teams will have to run the football and focus on stopping the run. However, I think both offenses will succeed, so I'm not touching the over-under in this game. But... You know, again, matchup-based, I just think that San Fran has so many things they do that L.A. doesn't do well. It comes down to, does L.A. let the motion affect them? Does L.A. let these first couple drives affect them? Because what I mean by that is, San Fran is notorious for scripting their first drive, two drives, three drives in the game. And if you look back, they've scored a lot of points against L.A. early in games, but over the course of the season, they're no better 
second half and first half. So if Sean McVay can find a way to stop these scripted plays the first, second quarter, maybe LA will be in a much more advantageous situation than they found themselves in the, in, in, in the past. And also keep in mind, San Fran loves running pre-snap motion. And what does LA do better than anyone in the NFL? Disguise their defense. As a matter of fact, LA ranks number one in the NFL for disguised defense. And the way you look at that is, what do they look at pre-snap and what do they run during the play? LA disguises more than anyone in the league. With pre-snap motion, you figure out what they're doing very quickly. Jimmy G knows what to look for, knows how to dissect that. So really, I mean... I don't want to trust Jimmy G throwing the ball 25, 30 times this game, but he's not going to have to. I really don't trust Stafford throwing the ball 30 times. I don't think he's going to have to. So what do I go here? What's my best bet for Rams Niners? I'm not going spread because I don't love either way. I, you heard me say I'm not touching the over-under. We're going to go to Thrive Fantasy, and I'm going to take a Thrive Fantasy bet, Matthew Stafford, under... 280.5 passing yards. Now, the reason we think this is going to happen, again, more emphasis on the running game. Taking the ball out of Stafford hand, Stafford's hands, not just to be conservative, as, as Sean McVay has done in these games, but because Matt Stafford's efficiency and EPA drop so substantially when he sees the zone. Matt Stafford is a top three quarterback against the man, against man to man. He is a bottom 10 quarterback against the zone. That's why I don't think Sean McVay airs it out. Now, here's the one risk to this bet. If for some reason the goal this game for LA is to go deep, run four verticals all game, find that seam, then this could be a bad bet. But I don't think that's going to happen, or I think it's very unlikely that we see that. So my best bet for this game, we're going to go to Thrive Fantasy, Matthew Stafford, under 280.5. And the great thing about that on Thrive is that that's worth 110 points, right? So if anyone chooses the over for Matt Stafford and he doesn't cash, not only do we win, we get more points on that bet. Check out what I'm talking about online, thrivefantasy.com. It's so much fun. So in the first game of the weekend in the AFC Championship, we are taking... Kansas City, minus seven. That's going to be up to 115, 120. Don't pay 125. It's up to 120, but we do like KC, minus seven. And then the LA San Fran game, we're going to go to Thrive Fantasy, take Matt Stafford under 280 and a half yards for 110 points there. All right, good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow morning on Sports Betting Daily.